Welcome, ladies, germs, and people of all genders to the Ah! Real Films podcast, a podcast where two siblings discuss horror films based on a theme. I'm Taylor, my co-host is Curtis, and this week... Hello! And this week we are bringing you one of our patented, we already argued about that word off mic. Yeah, off mic, exactly. (laughs) We are uh, patented uh, short film review episodes. Reminder that these episodes are spoiler free, so you can feel free to listen, even if you haven't watched Ma, which came out last week, I believe May 30th, um, Mm -hmm. and it is starring Octavia Spencer. It is a film where a group of teenagers basically uh, start partying at an older woman's house. That's Ma, paid, played by Octavia Spencer. And things go awry. And that's mm-hmm. as much as we will reveal on this um, episode. It does have a few trailers out that I will warn you are a little spoilery. So if you want to go in totally blind, I would just go in and watch the movie and be prepared for a total thrill ride. Um, so the, the format of these episodes is that uh, we each say our three things that struck us about the film and then we kind of give our overall impressions so without further ado curtis would you like to address your three things with mom absolutely i'll address my three things and let you get uh catch your breath there that was a great read Uh, you did a great job there thank you i'm a thespian need i remind everyone (laughs) you did a great job um so my first thing for ma is um sympathetic villain um i went into this movie not thinking I would have a good experience watching it. It looked a little generic, um, but as as a you know as a Blumhouse film, and it's directed by someone. I mean, I kind of hated The Help to be honest, but it's the director of the film The Help. Um, so I thought you know maybe he'll bring some you know cachet to to a horror film. You know, make it make it a little bit more than something that's really generic. And ob- obviously. Um, Spencer is just a great actress. So I, I, while I had some reservations, I, you know, kind of dived in just hoping for the best. And it's a Blumhouse film, which I don't know if you know this, Taylor, but Natalie told me that everybody knows whenever it's a Blumhouse film that it's going to be bad. Have you ever heard? Th- I always think no. the opposite. No, I, I mean, it's not a 20. Now, an a 24 film, I'm mm-hmm. like, this movie's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Blumhouse, I feel like to me, it just is hit or miss like I either love yeah. a Blumhouse film or I really don't like a Blumhouse film I just you know the, the the production company that produced like Us and Get Out and the Halloween I was just surprised to hear her say that that's a side tangent we may cut that folks that's Who what knows? the kids but are saying our sister that's what the kids are. yeah exactly <laughs> she gets over 100 likes on Instagram so um, but yeah no uh, the thing that really struck me first and foremost that really got me into the mood of this film and kind of got me um in a place where I was really enjoying it, was the villain, was Ma, was Octavia Spencer's character, Ma. And the reason was is because I felt that even though she was a villain, and I don't think I'm spoiling that because, you know, any person that hosts teenagers to drink in their basement, is that's just very strange. <laughs> um, but I, you know, what she, what she is doing in this film, and I'm going to try not to spoil it too much, but you understand where she's coming from. And... There is, you know, I I posted on our Twitter earlier um, that we'd be reviewing this film, and I said that we wouldn't be getting into the racial aspects of it just because I don't think we're really qualified to talk about it in 15 minutes. Uh, So we won't go too deep into that. However, um, you know, and I I said on the Twitter that I'll post some links to some articles and any podcasts I come across. So if you're interested in that, check our Twitter, uh, Real Films, R-E-E-L. But um, there is a racial component to this. There's a like bullying component to this that really makes you feel for Ma the, in a different way than you would a normal movie villain. And um, 
you know, I just thought that was a really interesting. It, it wasn't exactly the most original thing in the world, but I made it elevated this film from what it could have been, kind of like a generic thriller slash slasher type of thing, into like a better experience. So I really appreciated that film for that, and I really thought that was its strongest aspect. The other, uh, my second point, my second thing uh, for this film is that it made me feel, you know, tense. It made me feel uncomfortable. The whole premise of the idea. You know, we've all been stupid teenagers. It's been, you know, 10 years since I've been a teenager. But, you know, we all had that thought like, man, I wish an adult would get me liquor or get me some vodka. Let me party in the house. I would have undoubtedly been one of these kids partying at the house. A hundred percent I would have been one of those kids. A million percent. I'm Natalie, if you're listening to this, if you're doing this right now, you need to get out. Okay, (laughs) get out. But anyway, the whole premise of the film, like these – these kids don't know what kind of what they're getting into, uh, even though it's it, it's not totally obvious to the viewer what they're getting into. But the viewer knows, like, okay, there's something wrong here. Like, you know, a, um, uh, you know, a, a typical normal person would not allow this to occur in their home, and that gives you a feeling of uncomfortableness. So when things do start occurring in this film. Usually, and I'm trying not to get into spoiled territory, so excuse me for being vague, but like in films like this, there's a tense buildup, but not very much payoff. I felt like this movie went from uncomfortable to tense, and it was a very smooth transition. So it really nailed the horror aspects for me. It nailed like the interesting like message, interesting story aspects for me. So overall, I felt like this is a really strong film. However, if I had to bump like have one complaint about the film it was you know despite like the setup despite everything the movie does rely a lot on these kids being really fucking stupid i mean not i this initial setup the idea that they would do this is a little believable they're they're dumber than the average teenager but i could still see like a teenager doing this because i would have wanted to do it i was a dumb teenager i would have wanted to do this but there are certain parts in this film where they are getting very clear messages more than three or four times they are getting very clear messages that you know something's wrong and they really don't change their behavior which to me was not very believable i don't know did you feel the same way well i was about to say as the tagline in the trailer said there's something wrong with ma yeah i just wanted to throw that in there (laughs) well also but like I mean, initially, again, like, this is something teenagers would do. The kids, like, as adults, we know there's got to be something going on here that's a little bit wrong. But that it's one thing in not being able to discern that, but there's other points in this film where you're just like, these kids are just fucking I agree. stupid. I agree with you, and this is something I'll discuss a little bit more in my three things, but I think, to me, it kind of played on that old horror trope that teenagers are stupid, and I feel like that's a little bit more forgiv- forgivable in some horror films because... That's something that we as viewers are kind of comfortable with and almost are okay with. I mean, at least some of us are okay with a plot line relying on that. So that's kind of how I saw it. I agree with you that it's like, um, okay, I would have been out 10 minutes into this film, but yeah. I, it, well, I, it's excusable to me, I guess. Let me, be, let me be clear. There's a difference between me thinking like, oh, I would have been gone because we always feel that way in horror movies. Like I would get out in this situation. And when you know, like maybe I wouldn't, maybe I would. This film, I think, takes it a little bit too far, and it relies on the kids being stupid a little bit too much. However, 
I'll give my final thought after you give your three things. I didn't think it really affected the movie all that much. And only upon reflection was I really thinking about that. Because in the theater, I was like, oh, these kids are stupid. Like, the kind of the same way I am in a normal slasher movie, for example. <laughs> so, um, with all that said, Taylor, what are your three things? Okay, well, my first thing is that let's make horror movies fun again. Like, this was a really fun film. There are several points at which I laughed, and I felt like the film wanted me to laugh. It was, you know, it was a master class in, like, high emotions, low emotions, like, tense, and then the payoff is, is laughter. And, you know, I think horror movies that do that stick out in my mind as just being more fun. I think that we've talked a lot about kind of the recent horror revolution that's been going on um you know very great horror films have been coming out all throughout the 2010s um but i think what we are missing are some of the more fun films that i characterize with like the 80s and early 90s and this Mm. film along with like happy death day like those kinds of films to me well I, you made you're thinking this is the same way you described Halloween last year in our top ten, for yes. example, too. The yeah. remake of Hall or the reboot of Halloween. Yeah, so like movies that are purposefully funny and purposefully fun. I think there's a lot of similarities between horror and comedy, and I think that films that know how to play with that just stick out in my mind as as being more memorable and. I personally enjoy like watching them more. And so I hope that this is an early indicator that we are going to be getting more films like that. Cause I would absolutely love that. Um, my second thing is I talk a lot on this show personally about how I love backstories to characters um, in the right context. So a backstory I think can add a lot to a character's motivation within a shorter amount of time in a movie than, you know, for instance, like showing you everything that happened to that character. Um, I will say for this film, some of the backstories that happened, I just, they didn't necessarily always click with me. And in some cases they did detract from me and I won't get into whose backstories. I won't get into like what the plot is. I'll just say overall, some of those aspects of the storytelling felt a little clunky to me. And it, uh, sometimes it took me out of the action of the film. And this is a film that really relies on being kind of like fast paced and being like tense, as you said, and then funny. And so I felt like that detracted from the film a little bit for me. But overall, I will still say, you know, that's kind of my biggest critique of the film. But again, overall, I'll say I didn't really stop my overall enjoyment of the film. And the third thing is, I just got to say, on our last short, um, on our last short review episode, we reviewed us. um, And this is our second now mainstream horror film featuring a black female villain and um as we talked about in our stephen king episodes i love a female villain i love more specifically like you know having black female villains i think that more representation and more diversity in horror films is absolutely the way to go and i think like octavia spencer is such a great actress that Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just like it's so exciting like to me this was an exciting like funny like scary amazing film and i think that I love what it represents for several different trends that we're seeing in horror films. So those are my mm-hmm. three things. Ma. Yeah. That, yeah, there you go. And I, um, I just kind of want to go back on the backstory stuff and um, I will agree with you that it was um, a little distracting sometimes. And 
I think they drew it out a little bit too much. But I, if it was more than five minutes or even three minutes of kind of flashback, I would be shocked. I mean, it did kind of come at odd points in the film, but I don't think it filled up the film all that much. So that's why it didn't bother me too much. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if I just perceived it as taking up more time. Um, I think there's flashbacks, but then there's also backstories with it within the main uh Within That's the main storyline of the film, and just overall, it just felt like a little, a little much for me. I, don't I will know. say, in general, modern horror films that are like this, that are kind of like, kind of back to the basics kind of horror films, I would say, where you kind of have, you know, a simple plot, simple scares, but effective. Um, I, it's really hard for modern movies to keep things very simple. Um, and you notice that a lot. That's why I loved Halloween so much. Um, you know, there was the filler with the doctor, which was I thought was a little much. And we, you and I both talked about that. But simple horror films, while maybe not reaching the heights of something like a Get Out, are still really, really good and really, really effective and mm-hmm. stand the test of time. And I guess just my final thought on this film is that um, I was thinking about it after I got out of the film and I, I went with um, producer Chanel to go see this film who wanted to give her thoughts on this film but had to go to work tonight, unfortunately. Um, she really liked it as well. Um, really loved um, uh, Octavia Spencer as well. That was one of her highlights, I know. But I don't think I've watched a film this year where I was surprised by it. Every film this year, I feel like I've had high expectations that were either met or not met. This is the first time where I came in with low expectations and that were really exceeded. So I think that's kind of skewing my view of the film. I really, really liked it. And if I had to guess right now, it's probably in my top three favorite horror films right now. I liked it so much, which if you told me that would be the case before I saw it, I would have been like, no, there's no way in hell. Um, But I really, really like this film. And I would highly, highly recommend people see it in theaters because these types of films like Halloween, uh, I keep on going back to, are so much better in theaters with like a group of people or, you know, a big audience. So definitely go check this one out. I totally agree. I saw it Friday night with producer Tori. Uh, We had a lot of tiny wine and we had a blast. (laughs) People were, you know, classic horror audience, you know, yelling at the screen, um, laughing, clapping. I know some people don't like that, but I think, you know, horror films where you have that experience, um, I think of when I went to go see Get Out and everyone was just like screaming their heads off. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. it's so fun and it's such a unique experience that, you know, you really don't get a lot in, I mean, in your everyday life. So I also recommend go see this in theaters also because like, let's put our money where our mouths are. Like if we want to see more of these types of films, let's financially support these types right of on. films. I you totally know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so, I also loved Ma. I will say I did have high expectations because I am a big Octavia Spencer fan and I hadn't heard this thing about Blumhouse and I like Blumhouse films. So Yeah, Natalie, um, give us some sources, some yeah. links. <laughs> I need Come receipts. On. So yeah. um, I will say that, you know, I agree with everything you said and I will just add that the humor in this film really took it up a notch for me. Um, I'm not a horror comedy genre fan i do love horror movies that are funny if that makes sense you know more of like a tongue-in-cheek type of humor um and i think this is like very spot on for that i don't know why in my head i am really relating it to happy death day and happy death day to you it's not it's similar in the type of energy it has not a similar plot uh mm-hmm. but you or know a similar tone even yeah. happy death day is more of a straight horror comedy yeah sure. exactly it's it's more of a straight horror comedy but i guess in terms of the overall experience that i had and how much fun i had with it that's that's the vibe it, it kind of got for me so 
Um, yeah, so that's our review of Ma. Curtis, do you have any? I just have one last thing, and this okay. is just going to be a quick, quick spoiler because you were talking about audience reaction. Can you guess the moment? Uh, and this is a spoiler, so if you uh, just skip ahead like a minute, but do you want to guess what the moment that the most people like freaked out and clapped and laughed at was? When she uh, ran over the lady in the road. Close. That was actually like number two or three, but number one was when she pulled out the guy's penis. Oh, uh, yeah. People were just losing their minds at that, <laughs> la- cracking up, laughing, screaming. So, uh, yeah, no, this is a great film for uh, audience reaction. And, um, yeah, so that's uh, Ma. Came out, uh, I would think this is releasing on Friday, so it came out just last week. Um, and we would both definitely suggest you go check it out. And um, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, uh, Gmail us, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, anything else, Taylor? Did I, I will miss just anything? Say, I'll just say this is the third of our mini review episodes. And if you like them, let us know. Um, mm-hmm. They We really enjoy doing them and we love being part of the horror conversation. So if we know that we have support for them, we will definitely keep on doing them. And thanks so much for checking it out. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>